Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Nice. Okay. I think that was back to normal. Okay, good. Yeah, it did sound, it did sound, it's, it's because you're intoxicated. That's all it needed to do. Yeah, just get intoxicated exactly. And then everything that was, resets. That was the key. I'm yeah. also standing. I had been sitting for oh, a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was sitting. Oh, because I changed my microphone. Um, oh. Yeah, it used to be like a boom mic type microphone, and now it's boom actually on the mic. desk. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> what? Like boom, mic, do 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 do. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. No, 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 it's <laughs> not a thing. Oh, don't, don't pay attention to me. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have alcohol for right, right, twenty-seven days or however long it's mm-hmm. been. <sighs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. So when I changed my microphone stand, this one's shorter, so I had been sitting down, but tonight I am standing. So maybe that's it too. But also Yay. intoxicated and intoxicated. Sleepy. Yes, everything. Is I just, you know, that's so rude of me. I just assumed you were intoxicated. That was, <laughs> that was probably very well, rude of me. I am no. so sorry. <laughs> that's okay because you're right. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah, we I, it, wasn't, it wasn't an assumption. It's just that I know you very well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's what I'm going to say went, anyway. Yeah, we went out to dinner tonight, and we went to a brewery. So yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm just wishing I was in the same same situation. No, I know. I'm being a yeah. jerk. You're being a trooper and I'm being a jerk because uh, you're trying to be, you know, sober curious and whatnot. And I'm over yeah. here like, drinking's great. No, it's okay. <laughs> I miss it. I am missing it pretty hard. And it's funny because it's like, I missed it a lot when the snow days were happening because mm-hmm. we're just stuck in the snow. I mean, you know, like yeah. at home, you don't have any responsibilities. Like, right. fuck yeah, you, all you want to do is drink. Yeah. Um, so that didn't, that was not, that did not help me. Um, and then the other thing is like, I'm thinking ahead to like, oh, well, what sort of things, outings might I want to plan, you know, things to do with mm-hmm. friends. Da, 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 and I'm just like, well, I can't really, like, I'm trying to, to meet yep. up with a friend from my old job to catch up. And I'm like, well, I mean, we could go to a brewery, but I'm <laughs> right. kind of sad about it. Like, yeah. 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 And it's just like, ah, yeah, there's, it, it severely limits the things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Some breweries do have non-alcoholic options. So maybe that's check true. That. Yeah, that's true. Oh, maybe I should suggest Zool. Cause I know that Zool had some. Um, dry January stuff. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's just been, but you know, I'm like thinking ahead of like things I want to do with Thomas. And one of the things that we've been wanting to do is go see, um, the Brushy Mountain Distillery. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was like, that would be such a fun trip. And there's also a cool brewery around there. But guess Uh what? Those are like things that focus on uh-huh. drinking things. I know. Like, oh, yeah. I don't really want to waste my trip up there on the whenever I can't drink. Yeah, that's true. So. I will say that the restaurant is really good and the tour is really good. So even if you went and you only did the restaurant and the tour, it would still be worth it. Um, okay. 
the brewery or the distillery, they do tastings, but it's very simple. So, um, you know, maybe Thomas could still do the tasting and then just um, be like, yes, I like this. And then, you know, if he really likes something, he could buy it and then bring it home. But okay. the, the restaurant and the tour is still worth it. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that and I'll just, you know, do the frog hop brewery or whatever it was. Um, yeah. Another, another day, another time. Yeah. It'll be all right. Willy Pad Hop. I don't remember what it's called now. I have yeah, to I don't know up. what you're talking about. I don't know what it's, the brewery is. There's a brewery. It's not like, it's over in the Rockwood area-ish. Oh, so okay. I think it's kind of in that that same general place. Um, but it's like this, it's near the state park or the national park. No, yeah, it's not a national park. A state park that's over mm. there. And uh, it's apparently really good. But yeah. I've always wanted to go. But okay. it's like... Uh, quite quite a drive from here. Yeah. So t- for okay. a brewery trip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, um, I miss drinking. <laughs> you miss drinking. Yes. Yes. I, 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 however, I will say what I originally <laughs> planned. Um, so I guess uh, one of the main reasons that we went out tonight was because we had a coupon and it was a birthday coupon. Yay! Because happy birthday, Stacy! <laughs> Thank you! Yay! <laughs> because when this posts, it'll be my birthday! Yay! Um, but um, today, so I, so we used to order Shaker and Spoon, which was a monthly cocktail subscription box. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I, I talked about it on the podcast a lot. I would often have the yes. drink of the month or whatever, and I would share it. Well, they have a non-alcoholic version, and hmm. I got my box today. It's called Raising the Bar, oh, and it's yeah, that's right. You showed that to me, and I was like, God, that's expensive. <laughs> yes, yes. Now I will say it is the same cost of the cocktail version, and the cocktail version you still have to buy the alcohol. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, they don't send you the alcohol. You would still have to go get that. However, on Raising the Bar, a hundred percent of what you need, other than like maybe if you want like an orange garnish or something you know like right yeah that's, that's not going to be in the box because they're not going to ship you a fresh orange but um <laughs> the uh other than that everything you need to make the drink is in the box so that Ooh. makes it a little more worth it yeah yeah um and they give you the full like the one we got this month now we haven't made anything yet but uh the um spiritless drink of choice is um something like <laughs> kentucky 74 and it's supposed to be like this is supposed to be like an old-fashioned themed box okay um, and so we get a full bottle of the kentucky 74 oh wow a, yeah so this might actually be a little more worth it than the alcohol version okay i will let you know so yes. maybe next week i can i'll have one of the mocktails as a, a drink and i can kind of share our thoughts okay but, um that's what i originally planned for tonight and then we got sidetracked and went ahead <laughs> <laughs> what what are you drinking then oh well, right now, this moment, I'm drinking water. Okay. <laughs> well, I I've, already had my, I've already had my beers. But we, <laughs> but to share, we did go to uh, Crooked Crab tonight, which is Crooked the local Crab. brewery here. Yes. This uh, podcast is sponsored by Crooked Crab. <laughs> it should be with as much time <laughs> as I've talked about it on here. Um, but my first drink was, um, shoot, it was, oh, it was like a New England style lager um nice and and then yeah um i'll have to remember what it's called but um the new england style lager 
And then I had a Choco Mora, which was a chocolate porter. Oh, my God. Yes, which was very good. <laughs> and then there was a hazy IPA. Um, eh. Yeah. But Can I just say, as a tangent, it is I would be so much happier if the non-alcoholic beers were not all like IPA. <laughs> yes, I know, They right? all taste like IPAs. It's like, really? Can we get something yeah. just slightly hot, less hoppy? But I guess that's if you're if you're trying to create the experience of beer without the alcohol, then you're really just yeah. you know try you just put the hops in there. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's your okay. Story. No, that's okay. Um, I do think that that I think that um, athletic brewing has an amber. I haven't tried it yet. They do. I I, I like it, but it's not as it still has a it's still a little hoppy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, yeah. It's probably, it's, it is my favorite out of the options that there are. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's still, it's, well, I mean. But it's, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, it was called, it comes in pints and it was a New Zealand <gasps> Pilsner. You sound very excited about that. Well, just I like that title. Oh, yeah. It comes in pints. <laughs> Mr. It's me. Uh, it is me. Yeah. Anyway. We were actually talking tonight about when you were going to come visit. So I'm putting it out there in the universe. I'm trying to manifest this. <laughs> I need to have a visit up here, Devin. I need to have a visit when I can drink at the Crooked Crab, though. Well, Dang yes, it. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is accurate. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't promise I was going to take the entire year off alcohol. I was just, that was like a long-term goal. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe I'll reevaluate and be like, (laughs) maybe not a whole year. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just want to be clear. I want to be supportive. So, um, you know, I'll quit talking about alcohol. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Um, right now, I am drinking a. Uh, I'm drinking wine. Okay, but okay. it is the it is the f- the free the free, fray fre yeah um alcohol removed wine. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a red blend, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I guess it's okay. It's not. I don't think yeah. I'm gonna get. I don't think I'm gonna get it again. It's uh. It's just not, I mean, obviously, I keep saying, it's just not the same. But the beers at least make me feel like I'm drinking a beer. Like I have mm-hmm. a, I get a beer feeling from it. Like there's a, um, I don't know, like the the ritual and the act and everything feels very much like, yes, we are engaging in this thing, which is almost <laughs> okay. the same as that thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't get that from from this non-alcohol wine oh yeah it's like oh hello you slightly bitter fruit juice (laughs) (laughs) you just off tasting fruit juice right exactly it's like well i mean i guess i could just be drinking cranberry juice it'd be about the same yeah you know well it's just not the same i mean i do get to pour it which i i actually do this with kombucha too um, I pour it in my wine glasses so that I feel like I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. being fancy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so it looks, it has the look of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it's uh I, I I'm just not impressed. That being said, there might be there might be a non-alcohol wine out there that yeah. would be a um would be a better fit. So maybe I'll post something and see. I have a, a lot of sober friends who are in my circle now, so maybe somebody else has a better recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the recommendation is just don't try to drink wine cuz mm-hmm. you're that's trying true. to be sober. I'm like, yeah, yeah right? But, yeah. But wine, though. I know. <laughs> also, I tried those jukes. Um, jukes? I think it's called juke. Yeah. Um, and it's from, like, Italy or something. But uh, it's an apple cider vinegar-based wine impersonator thing. Okay. And uh, how was it? Well, I've only had one so far, but it was pretty good. Um, you had to get the ratio right. So they actually say you can mix it with sparkling water or flat water. And um, I think when I added just a little splash of sparkling water, it was it tasted more like normal. I don't okay. know that it tasted like wine, but it kind of <laughs> tasted like a cocktail, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, so they come in, it comes in little vials. So if I can, if I can get home anytime soon, I'll try to bring you one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what I was going to say is that this is, the other thing about it is that it is the ingredients list. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Includes, um... Natural flavors, which always makes me a little nervous, sodium benzoate, potassium sorbate, and potassium metabisulfite to protect the natural flavor, clarity, and color. It's like, what the heck's a potassium metabisulfite? Of course, all that being said, there's not even ingredient lists on actual wine, so who the fuck knows what I'm drinking whenever I'm drinking? Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like wine. Like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. You're like, okay. Why are there not ingredient lists on, on beer and wine? I don't know. For some reason, That's I guess good. they don't have to. I guess. But but why? Why, Stacy? <laughs> I ask you. I feel very <laughs> like this is a mystery that needs to be solved. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, we have a topic today. <laughs> we do. We, we do. do. Um, which is, so you, you told me. Mm-hmm. Um, you were like, Hey, I'm watching this. You're thinking you may have been on vacation or yes. Yeah. And you were like, I'm watching this documentary and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you should watch it. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, Stacey, I'll do whatever you tell me to. Yes. That's pretty much what, what how it works. Um, but you were like, this yeah. is, um, Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you said it's really good. And I was like, okay. But I, I will be honest. I was being a little, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Skeptical? Not, yeah, I was being skeptical. I was being skeptical. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix documentary. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you need to be live to be 100. Um, yeah. And so I was like, eh, I don't know. Do I really want to see this? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I started watching it and was just like, okay, now I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. And I think I watched it all in like a, um, uh, like a day or something. 
Oh, so. yes, you did. Because you were like, yeah, this is when we're having some snow. And you were like, yeah, yeah you know, the kids are off from school, so mm-hmm. they'll be playing. I can probably watch a couple episodes. And like, it was like the next day. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, hey, I watched them all. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, the Blue Zone documentary was done by, and actually, I just realized that if you go to bluezones.com, there's a whole website, which I did not realize. Did you know about mm-hmm. this? I okay. did. I, yeah, I've actually done more internet research than. Oh, okay. Well, that will help. Okay. Okay. Um, but the guy who's like the host of the documentary, at least, is Dan Butner. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, not totally sure, but yeah, close enough. He's like the founder of this project. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, I was a little bit like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because he was I hate like, his voice. Yes, his voice is a little grating. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I was watching it with Kes, and Kes was like, huh? Mom, I can't watch this anymore. His voice is just so bad. <laughs> I was yes. like, okay, sorry. Um, but he, like, I think he was a cyclist or um, what, like, he was a, he, he rode bicycles around. I mean, like, racing, tried to yes. go around the world in a bicycle. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. um, so at first I was like, I'm just clocking him as a health nut. Uh, yes. yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but he, the things that he ended up focusing on in, in his documentary, I thought were really interesting, and I thought it was very like useful. So, uh, so I give him, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not necessarily sure that he's an expert on this particular um, yeah. thing, but I think that he probably knows like how to find experts and how to ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But so he just started just going around and trying to find places in the world where people were living, where people were living longer. Mm-hmm. So the idea was trying to find um, communities where concentrations of people, more people were living to be 100 or more, mm-hmm. um, you know, as opposed to other places in the world. So like where that average was higher. Yeah. Um, and then he would go to those places and explore them and talk to the people and interview the people and research and um, obviously do filming and uh, kind of try to figure out what it is about, you know, these blue zones that cause these people to live longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the, the basis of the, um, of what he's doing in the, mm-hmm. in the document. Yes. Yeah. So he, the documentary itself is divided up into five episodes. Is that right? Four episodes. I think it's four. Four, but there are five places. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so he goes to the different places and like each one focuses either on one or two places. And he talks about, you know, what the, what he discovers Mm-hmm. And kind of comes up with some key things he thinks might be related to why these people are living longer. Yep. And then mm-hmm. um, goes to the next place. And then at the end, he kind of ties it all together by like trying to come up with a summary. What do all these places have in common? And then how do you make that be a thing 
like how can you recreate blue zones or make more places in the world blue zones or even better mm-hmm. like everybody gets to everybody gets to live forever <laughs> yeah yeah you get to live to 100 you get to live to 100 everyone gets to live to 100 <laughs> to oprah yes <laughs> um so anyway uh, i guess the best pl- the way to go about it would just be like to go through each episode and kind of talk about or each place maybe yeah and then talk about um what he ends up like going with all this stuff even though i'm distracted right now because i went to this website and now there's the get the blue zones meal planner so now i'm like oh, oh man <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was a thing. <laughs> I mean, obviously, so, you know, are they trying to trying to sell some stuff? Uh, well, there's a whole lot of books that they're yeah. trying to sell, at yeah. least, and maybe also a meal planner and some other shit. Um, yeah, so, James was like, this sounds like a cult. And I'm like, yes, they have a member. They have a website and a membership. And yeah. That they are pushing. <laughs> yes, it is a cult. Uh, well, you know, he, he went to see the seven day Adventist and then it all went downhill. I know. Sorry. Although I will say that the seventh seven Adventist episode made me want to join a religion more than any other religion I've ever come in contact with. All they had to do was tell you that you needed to do it to be healthy. Yes. I was like, oh, this is a group of like minded people that want to go work out and eat healthy. Yes. Can I just skip the church days? <laughs> Do you think they'd be okay with that? Would they notice? Like, you know, I mean, it's kind of weird. Stacy never shows up to service, but she's always at the dinners and the pickleball games. Right. Like, like do we need to talk to her? I think they would kick you out of their club. Yeah, I think so too. Just gonna guess. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, to talk about the different places, the first place he talks about is Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, Japanese? Yes, in Japan. Yeah. Yes. So it is a it is an island that my grandfather actually uh what ended up being part of the invasion, I guess, of it. Oh, during oh, no. World War Two. <laughs> so yikes! Yeah. <laughs> so That's not, yeah. Mm-mm. Um, but I mean, you know, they were. I mean, it was it was war. It was a, it was yeah, a terrible yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and but they specifically talk about the PTSD. They uh, do. The yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of I mean, obviously, if you're talking to people who are living to be past a hundred, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they were alive and remember and were, and were actually probably quite young yeah. during the war, um, and so they have that in their you know their formative memory. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but going back to uh, some of the stuff that they were talking about, um, there people in Okinawa, Japan, are the longest lived, some of the longest lived people in the whole world, mm-hmm. um, and there are how many things? One, two, three, four, five, six things. <laughs> yes, that was the one that had the most. <laughs> yes, um, that Dan. I'm just gonna call him Dan. Is that okay? Yeah. May sure. I call you Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that Dan suggests are are related to mm-hmm. the reason why people are living longer in Okinawa. Uh, one of them is med medicinal foods. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks a little bit about some of that. Like there's a specific type of purple sweet potato mm-hmm. that they have um, yeah. that they eat a lot of. And that has a, a bearing. It's it's a good carb, which to talk mm-hmm. about later too. Um, but also uh, there's they have a lot of different things. Like whenever he was asking about, you know, what's a good type of food to eat like the lady who was preparing food was like well you you take this seaweed to help bring out the heat you do this to that so they 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 have a lot of different type they end up treating conditions with the food that they eat um and so there's a lot of good stuff in that um he also talks about the caloric density of the food Mm -hmm. which i think also goes back to like Mm -hmm. the sweet potatoes Yep. Because they do eat very calorie-dense foods. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. But one of the things that they do when they're doing that is they have a saying called um, Harahachibu, mm-hmm. which yep. basically means stop eating when you're 80% full, which yep. I love Eight the fact. Out of 10. Eight out of 10. Is that what? Yep. Harahachibu? Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what is... Why? <laughs> such an odd thing to stick in in your brain but okay yes, yeah um but it is a good like if you're eating especially if you're eating a, a very dense food it's a good idea to be like okay i'm probably done now <laughs> yeah yeah because there is a delay and we've talked about that there is a yes. delay between your stomach and your brain so if you actually wait until your st- until your brain says you're full then you're actually too full right exactly yeah. So it's like they have an idea of when you should stop, which seems to be, um, that seems to work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, another, the other, another thing is balance. And he talks about the fact that for the, for these older people, they're, they're sitting up and getting in the floor, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're standing up from being in the floor, um, they're walking, they're gardening, they're doing all of this stuff that's causing them to, you know, be moving their bodies in these very natural ways. They're not like doing, you know, lifting weights or exercise. They're just like, nope. But they have like no furniture in their house, hardly, except for like floor furniture. Um, And because it demands that they're like getting up and down, they're, Mm -hmm. you know, it's causing them to, to have that balance. Yeah. Um, another thing that he talks about is moai, which mm-hmm. it's a very specific thing to Okinawa and he explained it and I didn't write very detailed notes about it because mm-hmm. I was more concerned about what it meant, but yeah. it was basically like a, it was almost like a financial agreement that they got into with other community members mm-hmm. where they would basically take care of each other. But yeah. the other part of that is it wasn't just a financial like, okay, if, if you're down on your luck, I'm going to take care of you. And if I get down on my luck, you'll take care of me. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, they also got together and they did things together. Um, and they, you know, would sing or dance or, or be in community with each other. And so it was yeah. like a, a structured way to make sure that you were continuing a live community with a yeah. group of people, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then most, the thing that I thought was most interesting was the last one, which was the ikigai. Yes, I yeah. love this idea. Yeah. 
And so like the idea is that everyone has a sense of purpose, like something Mm -hmm. that they're going to leave, you know, like, like a legacy that they're leaving behind of some Mm -hmm. sort. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's so ingrained in their culture that that's like, if you're talking to them and you're asking them like about their lives, you know, it's like how we would be, what do you do for a living? And be like, well, what's your ikigai? Um, And so they find out what it is that you do that gives you purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that's the, that was another thing. Yeah. And they basically said like, they don't really have a word for retirement in their community Mm-mm. because even if after they quit working, they have this other purpose that's so strong right. that it they don't just retire and sit and relax. Like they stop working, but then just stop working or sorry, they stop working like professionally, but yeah. they start working on this hobby or purpose. Like some of them were like one guy was making instruments. Another lady right. was like sewing things. Um, and so, like, they always have a purpose. So they're never just, like, retired and done. Right, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of them are still doing, like, some type of work, whether it's just maybe less of it, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. working and mar- bringing food to a market yeah. to sell or Part something time. like that. Yep. Yeah. And they have gardens and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, the thing that I that he didn't really touch on with the Okinawas, though, which I thought was interesting, and I'll, I kind of have a summary at the end, which I'll t- bring this up again, but mm-hmm. was the fact that whenever he talked to them and asked them, hey, what's the secret to living longer? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're saying, hey, you know, be happy. Don't, don't be angry. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. Always have fun, you know, laugh. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean... I get. I guess I get why you're not putting that in as a as a reason, but uh-huh. you know, also maybe listen to the people who are living to be a hundred and see what they <laughs> right? have to yeah. say. They're not going saying that it's the medicinal foods or the harahachibu or you yeah. know, they're saying it's the fact that they just are happy to be alive. Like, yeah. Anyway, so he talks. He touches on it a little bit. I'm not sure in which area, but. Because he says something about, like, they manage stress better. And so they... Yeah. Um, so that's kind of similar. But I get what you're saying. Like, they're literally... Like, he's ignoring yeah. uh, their responses and coming up with what he <laughs> thinks that they should say. Exactly. Why ask? Why ask? <laughs> oh, this just cements our reason for not liking him. <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose yeah. we we like the topic. We're not necessarily keen on on Mr. Dan here. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so the next place that we explore is Sardinia, Italy, which was probably my favorite place. Like this is where, if I had to pick a blue zone to go to, it would be Sardinia. <laughs> okay. Maybe I definitely liked Icky, or I guess we'll get to it, but Ikara or whatever, the Greece one. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, that one yeah. was good, too. That one was yeah. good, too, for, for many of the same. Well, because they had the wine in the party. Yeah, um, <laughs> they had the special under the ground, underground wine. Yes, that's true. Well, maybe yeah. that one's my favorite, then. I don't know. Yeah. I like both of yeah. these. I just need yeah. to apparently go to the Mediterranean area. Yes. Um, yeah. But I liked the fact that they were like, it was all... Uh, Bread and carbs and sourdough and pasta. Yes, yes. They're <laughs> like, like, eat yes. all the things you love. It's okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so in Sardinia, there were four things that uh, he decided were <laughs> the things 
said needed that caused people to live longer. Mm-hmm. One was the fact that it's like kind of built on a mountain. Um, yeah. And so every road, every house, every staircase, every sidewalk is like uphill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everything is super steep. So yeah. the steepness is part, because I mean, and, and I, we know mm-hmm. <laughs> from running that freaking marathon, um, yeah or half marathon that, yeah. you know, steep, steepness is, is a real thing, dude. <laughs> Going yes, up a hill sure. is a lot Doesn't different. Doesn't matter you know? how much you train. No. Because <laughs> that, no. that mountain, that hill's going to get you. That hill will get you. Um, so these people are walking everywhere and they're walking up these steep slopes all the time. So that's mm-hmm. one of the things. Uh, also good carbs, which I was very excited about. Um, because some, you know, some of them are complex carbs, like the beans and the veggies and the minestrone soup. Um, but also mm-hmm. like sourdough bread is really good because it's made with a specific type of yeast that actually lowers the glycemic index. And I think we talked about this actually on the mm-hmm. last episode. Um, yes. But they were, uh, you know, talking about that. And yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, please. which I think is really cool. I don't. I actually don't know if we talked about it on air or off. Oh, air, but we were yeah, talking about wanting to make sourdough because mm-hmm, apparently mm-hmm. it's good for your good, better for you. I guess I have a up an update for that too uh, at the end if we want. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. So good carbs. Uh, they also said control stress, having a low stress lifestyle. So they. This is one of the places usually whenever you see. Um, populations that live longer, it's usually like a 10 to one that the women are living longer than the men. But in this particular area of the world, it's one to one. So for every woman that's living to be 100, there's a man who's living to be 100. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about the fact that what the men did for a living were being shepherds. And so they would go and, you know, shepherd their flock, you know, follow, walk in the hills with their, you know, sheep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then bring them back, milk them, take them out, bring them back, and then like walk to the pub and have a drink or whatever, like, um, and chat with their friends. So like, dude, that's the life that I, I just want to walk out into the field with my sheep. With my sheep. Go (laughs) home. Come home. Yeah. Have a beer. Take a nap. Like, yes. This is like, oh, oh, this is a perfect life. Um, but it is very low stress. And that's part of why, you know, or what he's suggesting is causing them to, yeah, to live longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, it's caring for elders. So they have a, a true reverence for family in this culture that's in mm-hmm. Sardinia. Um, they sh- were showing an example of an aunt who didn't have any kids and like all of the nieces uh, were gathered around like taking turns to take care of this aunt. Uh, and it's because they have such a, a keen, uh, you know, understanding and reverence for family and being able to take care of the of the people in their life. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I mean, I think that makes sense that, you know, if you're getting older um, and you need assistance, if there are people there who can take care of you, that's going to help you live longer mm-hmm. and, um, and more vibrantly. I mean, I would definitely say that's part of what helped my grandmother live 
as vibrantly as she did for as long as she did, but it's because she had so many people who were, you know, coming in and checking in on her and being there for her and, you know, being there Mm -hmm. in her life. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So I thought that was, that was cool. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now we we'll go to Stacy's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, L- Loma Linda, United States. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that is the one with the uh, Seventh Day Adventist or whatever. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a suburb in California, full mm-hmm. of Seven Day Adventists. Um, and so, a little bit about the Seven Day Adventists. They are very centered on health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very important to their faith. Mm-hmm. And so pillars actually. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So they're, um, you know, part they've tied this into their spiritual wellness as well. Mm-hmm. So that it becomes even more important to them to, yeah. to be doing all this stuff. So um, they've basically built this community around activity. Mm-hmm. And, um, so the, the four things that Dan says uh, helps them live longer. The first one is that they are always volunteering. They're very focused on, um, you know, providing things to the community, uh, being active as part of their church and, you know, providing food, providing shelter, clothes, et cetera, for mm-hmm. people who are in need and, you know, putting someone who is in need above yourself according to Dan, helps Mm -hmm. with that. Um, I would imagine it helps with building that sense of purpose, uh, which is part of the reason why it is so important. Uh, Another thing is that for the seven-day Adventists, they they have a primarily a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. So they are um, vegetarians. Mm -hmm. Um, They might be vegans, actually. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I think... I think they're both, but I think it there was a percentage, and I think they were mostly vegans, actually. Yeah. Um, and they have, you know, all of this other food. So, and they look at it not as like, we. it's not that we don't eat meat. Instead, we're eating legumes and whole wheat and nuts and fruits and vegetables. Um, and so their health messages get framed in the positive. It's like, mm-hmm. not about what you don't get to do or what you can't have it's about what you can have but celebrating the right things mm-hmm. um, yeah and uh so that's that was another thing and actually i think that i went to a seventh day adventist restaurant i think it was them uh when i was really young um my one of my friends well l um had just become a vegetarian I think mm-hmm. at the time. And mm-hmm. so took me to this vegan restaurant in Murf- in the Murfreesboro area that mm-hmm. was run by some type of Christian people. And I was okay. like, well, that's weird. But they were very yeah. nice. They were super yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and the food was really good. It was probably one of the best meals I've had in my life. Wow. And it was completely okay. vegan. Yeah. Um, and it was like this, it was like in the back of someone's, it was like in the back of someone's home. It was a very mm-hmm. small operation and it was so good. Um, I had to look that up later and be like, can I find the Seventh Day Adventist restaurant <laughs> in Murfreesboro area? Yeah. Um, anyway, operation this many years later, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's popular now. That's true. That's true. It was not so popular back then. Yeah. Um, I just found out there's a vegetarian restaurant near me too that I was like, Ooh. 
I had no idea. And it just popped up on my Google recommendations the other day. And I was like, I have got to try that. That's awesome. Well, it was really interesting to to hear about these plant-based diets because, um, you know, you always hear that you're, you need to get these specific amino acids and stuff, whatever, from meat. And like, that's why it's so important. But actually, if you eat the yeah. right amount of like legumes and, um, you know, uh, beans and uh, whole wheat and like all this stuff, if you, if you have the right combination, you get all this stuff, which mm-hmm. makes sense because the animals that you eat are getting it from <coughs> yeah. plants. Mm-hmm. So you're just... It, Which, did you watch that Game Changers documentary on Netflix? No. Is this um, another one that I need to add to my, to my <laughs> list? <laughs> Maybe. It's, okay. It is all about being vegetarian. But um, that's one of the main points they make is like when you're getting nutrients from animals, you're really... It's because those animals are eating those nutrients. So you could just go right. direct to the source and eat the plant. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just had to get to where I, I like plants so that's where we gotta work on oh right yes <laughs> i forgot if it's green you're like ew exactly well i'll get there i guess mm-hmm. um so uh plant-based diet faith that was the third thing for loma and linda because obviously they're very much yeah. uh, focused on their faith they're part of a faith-based mm-hmm. community um and his point was not only <clears throat> that you have a faith or that you have a religion by that you're showing up and you're being, you're being involved. You're being a part of that faith um, and that community. So I thought that that was interesting faith and showing up. And then um, finally having the right tribe. That was what he thought was really helpful for the people who were living in the suburb because they were surrounded by people who had the right habits. And so they were all doing the right things for themselves, but that was helped by the fact that they were also in community with other people who were doing the right things for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that's Loma Linda. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we go to the actual favorite that we both have, which is Icaria. Icaria? 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 I think it was I don't know. Anyway. Icaria. Icaria. Yeah, that okay. sounds right. Icaria. Greece. It was, it's a, it's it a was Grecian in Greece. place. Yeah. <laughs> An island in Greece. Just trust us. Um, so they have, um, was it five, five things, six things? Five things. Um, and uh, the first one was herbal tea. So they drink a lot of herbal tea. And I thought that was good because I like herbal tea. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, they also have raw honey. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I put on my notes for this one, from the B to your T. <laughs> Straight from the B to your T. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> sure, I like it. I like it. Um. I think it was a quote from it, but I don't remember now who said it or why. But I don't it was talk- remember that. I feel like I would have remembered that. From the B to your T. But it was... I did not. <laughs> it's a quotation marks on my notebook. I obviously okay. quoted it. Okay. Um, but it's, I have raw honey. So they're talking about raw honey. So not like any... Not honey that's been pasteurized. Not honey that's been processed. But like 
just straight honey um, from the comb. So that was one of the things. Yeah. Another thing they talked about was partnership. They actually talked about love and relationships and the fact that, you know, that ends up really helping people um, live longer because they have partners who they care for, who care for them, and that that brings, you know, meaning in their life and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was really sweet. Um, And then our favorite, the wine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. A very special wine. It's Yes, the natural wine. Um, did, you have more information. I didn't write any notes about the like the process, but I knew there was like a whole like special process that they went through with the wine. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I remember that it's underground because it was from like, you know, way back in the day and they just continued the process. But um, they put the wine underground or the juice, I guess, originally underground and then it okay. ferments at a very specific temperature. And the result is that it has different, like, um, maybe different bacteria in it or like micro whatever um, kind of okay. things. And so, like, if you were to compare that wine to wine that you just buy at the uh, you know, grocery store or whatever, um, they're not the same chemical makeup. And um, that was kind of his point was like, they have this very special wine. We looked it up afterwards uh, to see like, oh, that would be so cool. Let's try a bottle. And it's like, I don't know, $100 for a bottle of wine or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's it magical, immortal. It's like the fountain of youth. You know? <laughs> yes, yes. And it, and it's a very small island. So I can o- they can only produce so much at a right. time. Yeah, you know? and, and they I'm got sure. to drink it at their parties, which we're about to talk yes. about. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I would love to try it, though. Yeah, well, maybe we can go in on a bottle together and have it as, like, a special special weekly tell. Like, our 300th uh, episode, we'll get together. Well, I probably still will be not be drinking at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dang it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, it's 52 weeks of the year, so I, yeah, it would be afterwards. So, That's true. I, yeah, so I will, uh, 300th episode. Tentatively. We'll pencil that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll have a celebration, and we mm-hmm. will drink. I care, Icarian. Yes, yes. Icarian wine. Icarian, yes. There we go. Uh, so, yes, related to the wine, the other part was dancing and laughing. Um, yeah. Because they, they throw parties, and they party all night, and they have a lot of fun. And, yeah. uh, you know. It's hard. It's hard to beat that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That sounds like a great time. Um, because dancing, as we know, uh, mm-hmm. the times that we've gone out dancing and we were still counting steps, you know, mm-hmm. that's you get a lot of steps in whenever yeah. you're just dancing around. Um, your quads are sore the next day. From yes, that, they are dropping it like it's hot and stuff. Low, low, low. You might be getting a little bit lower than I was. But that's okay. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Um But yeah, so that's that's Icaria, Greece. Mm-hmm. And then the final place that he talks about is Nicoya, I think. Is mm-hmm. yeah, Costa Rica. Yeah. And there are four things that he talks about there. Um the first thing is a plan de vida, so a life plan, 
which is like a clear sense of purpose, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is very related to like the ikigai, right? Yep. Um, yep. This just having an idea of what your what your role is in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, or another thing, was doing things by hand. So they do a lot of just everyday activity where they're doing things um, completely by hand, whether it's uh, grinding corn on a stone, you know, stone grinding thing <laughs> yes. uh, to make tortillas, um, or if it's washing clothes, you know, like all the stuff that we do you're usually waiting for machines to do for us. They're doing by mm-hmm. hand. And there's yep. a lot of physical activity in doing that stuff because yep. it, you know, it, it takes a lot of work to grind or, you know, smooth out a, a tortillas for the day. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they're getting that physical activity in their everyday activity, it really helps because they don't even know that they're exercising. They're just, they're yeah. just doing, doing chores. The they're just, they're yep. just choring. <laughs> Yeah, they're just chewing. <laughs> um, then another thing is that they know how to slow down. Um, mm-hmm. They work very hard in the morning and then they rest in the afternoon. So yeah. that's how great that sounded. Seriously. <laughs> I was like, I can't get up at four in the morning if I meant I could take a nap at like one o'clock. Yes, yes that would be. Yes. I could do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they work super hard in the morning and then they have a, they, well, siesta. I mean, we've always heard about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the most important thing is that they slow down <coughs> to make time for things that matter. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes in to visit, you know, or if, you know, they a friend stops by, like, even if they're busy, they will slow down and stop and, like, make time for things that are, are really more important. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I love their, the guy, I can't remember his name, but the, like the hundred year old guy who they were talking, or yeah. whatever, uh, who was like riding horses. <laughs> yeah. Herding sheep and stuff. Herding, yeah. It was just like, and then would like stop and then come into the bar and have a beer and dance with all the women. I was like, <laughs> okay, I can, I can do this. Best life. Um, and then finally, he talks about the three sisters. And this is a, a diet I think I could do, Stacy. This mm-hmm. is like, I think if, okay. if I think I could eat beans, squash, and corn uh, and feel very, like, I feel like that would be good for me. <laughs> yeah. I could okay. eat these three things. Yeah. Um, but apparently, pairing those three things together gives all of the protein protein and amino acids that you would need from like eating animals. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could, I could definitely uh, replace all of my animal stuff with bean squash and corn and be perfectly happy. Okay. I, I like all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the saddest thing about looking at Nicoya Costa Rica was they started to think about what, what's going to happen in the future in these places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to the kids, you know, the, the grandkids of the centurions, 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 mm-hmm. Centur- the old people, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hundred year olds. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the kids are eating processed food and fast food and, um, you know, they don't want to eat 
beans and corn and squash. Like they, they want to go to McDonald's. They want to eat cereal. Um, and they're the likelihood that they're going to, um, follow in their ancestors footsteps is, is not very likely. Mm -hmm. So that's, that kind of relates to what we were talking about last episode with the ultra processed foods and the way it's like changing cultures and stuff. So anyway, that was like, Oh, (laughs) but, um, he takes all of this stuff. So he takes all this information from these five places and then he starts to try to come up with the secrets of, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are the big takeaways? Uh, he starts off with this by talking about a, a man who, I forget which, he was for either from Italy or Greece, the Italy or Greece blue zone, I can't remember which one, but he had mm-hmm. come to the States and he had settled down, had a life here, um, and then ha- he was from Greece. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, and then he finds out that he has lung cancer. He has like stage four lung cancer. So he's like, it's inevitable he's going to die. Mm-hmm. So like six he, months or yeah, less. Yeah, yeah. So he decides, well, I'll go home and, you know, like basically make amends and, and be buried, back, you know, at the homeland mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. So he, he moves back to, um, to Icaria Mm-hmm. And just keeps living and keeps living and keeps living yeah. and keeps yeah. living. And Dan asks him, he's like, you know, what happened to you? And he's his response. This is my favorite line in the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just forgot to die. Yeah, I forgot to die. <laughs> like, I, was like, I and, love that. <laughs> yes, yes. And also to your point earlier about having the fountain of youth, I was like, of course he didn't die. Like he went back and drank the miracle <laughs> wine that they have. That's so true. <laughs> That's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get this wine, Stacey. I know. It has to happen. Well, yeah, cure, I looked, it was, it's 180 euros. I don't know exactly what that converts to but that's uh, expensive that's what i know oh that is very expensive but maybe we can all chip in and (laughs) we uh, can get a thimble bottle yeah (laughs) and we get like a glass (laughs) well i mean hey that might that might be what we need to do yeah we can try it at least (laughs) um so at the end of this all he he basically takes all this information and puts it into um, like five or four major categories with like mm-hmm. subcategories to them. Mm-hmm. So the first one is move naturally. Mm-hmm. And so that means, you know, doing things by hand, um, gardening, walking. So mm-hmm. you don't have to, you know, start an exercise routine necessarily. What you, you just should like have more activity in your daily life yes. by doing these natural things. Yes. So that's like, one of the secrets. The second section is outlook. And so he boiled that down to unwind. So mm-hmm. being stress-free, having faith. So having mm-hmm. some type of, of religious community that you're a part of, mm-hmm. and then having a purpose. So having that sense of, you know, mm-hmm. why you're here and, and what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Really important. Yep. Um, then he has eat wisely. Mm-hmm. So plant-based is mm-hmm. a suggestion. Uh, wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, and then moderation. So making sure that you're not 
oh, stuffing yourself full, you mm-hmm. know, all the time. And then um, connecting is the last one. So making sure that you're putting your family first, that you're mm-hmm. keeping that sense of connection with your family, uh, that you've got a good <clears throat> partnership with uh, whoever, whatever partners you have in your life. And then that you found the right tribe of people who are reinforcing the things that, you know, the, the right habits that you need to be yes. cultivating for this. So. Anyway, he goes on to actually conduct a successful test in Mm -hmm. Minnesota. And then he goes and uh, explores Singapore, which Mm -hmm. is a um, kind of a new uh, governmental place, I guess, place. (laughs) There's, they used to have a lot of, um, it didn't used to be as, Mm -hmm healthy and as proactive as it is, but they've really worked on changing the environment and providing public transportation. Um, And the idea is like, you can't live in the past. So what can you do to kind of look to the future um, and kind of move these ideas in a more modern setting? Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So that's a, the, the thing that I thought was really interesting about Singapore is that you can't, uh, well, first, two things. Uh, the first one was that you can't drive without, like, cars are super expensive. And then yeah. you also have to pay, like, an additional tax to drive. Yes. It was like um, $1,000 a month or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they use all that money to improve the public transportation. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that's that's encouraging you to walk and use the public transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that... There is a lady at my work who is from Singapore mm-hmm. and she's number one, probably the most awesome Montessori teacher I've ever met. She knows mm-hmm. how to do it. She puts me to shame 500 fold because um, she was like trained in this awesome Montessori school in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that she went on that beach trip with me with the mm-hmm. um, teachers back in oh, May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she had like all of these healthy habits. Like she uh, had in the morning, the first thing she would eat was like rolled oats and um, some type of like fruit or whatever she would put mm-hmm. in the oats. Mm-hmm. And that was like every morning she would have to eat this. And and she was like, this is my, this is my ritual. I have to have mm-hmm. these oats. And then she walked up and down that beach in terrible weather. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Um, like no problem mm-hmm. and i was just so impressed at just like how healthy she was you know because yeah. she's i mean because that's another thing she's a lot older than me she's okay. probably in her six like late 60s maybe mid mm-hmm. or late 60s mm-hmm. so she's like way up there but she's every single day at school she's like down on the floor with kids you know going back and forth between different works and stuff and um I mean, she she definitely fits the bill for the kind of people who Dan was looking for in this documentary. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, oh, hey. <laughs> I mean, she's not yeah. quite there yet as far as like age is concerned, but uh-huh. it's but easy to see path. that she's going to get there, right? So yeah. Um, so I had a few thoughts. I didn't know before I go into like my summary thoughts or my uh-huh. additional thoughts. Do you have anything that you want to add before I like 
go into my my other thoughts section of my notes. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Um, I don't have anything, I guess, like organized per se, any organized <laughs> thoughts, but um, I will just kind of give a recap of my feelings. Like, um, I really enjoyed this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that there's a lot of good to take away from it. And like, so one of the things just for 2024 that I was trying to work on anyway was more of a habit approach instead of a goal approach Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I've always been like, okay, so my goal is lose 10 pounds. But like after um, the kind of current movement, but also like James Clear, like his kind of atomic habits, things like that, his whole thing is, okay, so don't really focus on losing 10 pounds, focus on putting the habits into place that will help you get there. And so- I, at watching this, I felt like there was a lot of really good tips for that kind of thing specifically. And also just the extra purpose thing, because I think sometimes that that's where I struggle, whether it be, you know, sometimes work, but also sometimes um, hobbies. Like we've talked about how I don't have hobbies and things like that. Right. Yeah. You know, so this idea of you've got this purpose and you decide, like, I'm going to pour my heart and soul into this thing. Right. Um, Like, I love that idea. And definitely after moving away from all my friends and family and being kind of, um, you know, especially the first first few years we moved away because there was COVID. So everybody was quarantined, but um, I can definitely feel the need for community now. Um, Yeah. So I just, I guess a lot of these things spoke to me and as to what he was talking about, you know? Right. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Me too. Like I felt like they were, I felt like this was a good holistic um, way to approach uh, health. It yeah. wasn't like, I mean, nowhere in here does he say you need to lose a lot of weight. Nowhere right. in here no. does he say, you know, you need to um, go on a diet. Like, nope. it's all about just <laughs> finding a way to kind of just live in a yeah. more balanced manner, which yeah. I thought was, because that's, I always say, like, be intuitive and, like, try to to be in tune with these but you know that's a lot easier said than done we live in a world where everything is is messing with you all the time um and so being able to put this down on a on a chart and look at it and be like yes Mm -hmm. these things make sense to me um Mm -hmm. was really really helpful um there were a couple of things that i i mean i already talked about the fact that it, it seemed like he didn't uh always pick up whenever people were just like, yeah, just have fun. Just enjoy <laughs> life. Just, you know, yeah. uh, smile, have whatever. I was just like, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like he wasn't necessarily um, catch, catching onto that. And I feel like that is very important because while these things definitely may contribute to that attitude, I feel like that attitude, having that attitude just in itself yeah. is part of what causes people to be able to live longer. Mm -hmm. Um, I also felt like one of the things I noticed was with all of these places, people were outside in nature a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them were spending a lot of time outside um, and some of them were spending some time outside, but especially like walking, walking outside, gardening. I don't know. I just wonder how much is also helped by like being 
in the sunshine and being, yeah. you know, outside in the fresh air. Like, I, I don't know. I, I was just like, hmm, maybe also that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I noticed was that several of these populations had some type of, um, as a culture, they had some type of major uh, catalyst in their history that mm. caused them to need to become resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, something major traumatic may have happened where, you know, they were either pursued or persecuted or like within Okinawa with the war, you know, it was very traumatic stuff as mm-hmm. a, not just at individually, but just as a population. And so mm-hmm. I thought that it was interesting that it's like their, their way to move past that was to enjoy life and, and uh, find the things that were worth living. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was good too. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I would just like to say that I feel like being part of weekly buddy time mm-hmm. is a way to find the right tribe. <laughs> oh, yes. So that whatever 100%. I was, I was listening to, I was just like, oh, well, yeah, it's what we do every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened when we, various times when we were, when I first moved away and then when mm-hmm. I took breaks and things like that, I was always like, you know, I lost my, <laughs> I lost my tribe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for making me watch this. I was quite pleased by it. <laughs> Yay. I enjoyed well, it. I'm glad. Uh, and hopefully people will find some, uh some help or some some something interesting in the things that we shared uh mm-hmm. you can also i'll put this in the show notes there's bluezones.com which is apparently the cult that you can join <laughs> you want to know more. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. um it does not say that they are directly related with uh seven day at venice but uh <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there is a picture of the seven day at venice song yeah, okay yep i'm just kidding i'm just kidding mm-hmm. oh okay there's not really no i don't oh, think so okay. there's people oh. in blue zone shirts i think oh okay okay yeah that's probably not the same (laughs) no i don't think so (laughs) there are blue zone shirts there's also um you can get the nicoya collection of coffees Mm -hmm. um from (laughs) nicoya which dude if that's helping that that old man like i will totally get some fucking nicoya (laughs) coffee because i loved him i want to be him when i grow up (laughs) yes yes absolutely but yeah, they've got like a whole online store and all kinds of shit. So uh, I'm not saying necessarily do that, but uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Anywho, <laughs> look at this. You just need there. some sheep to herd or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Follow the uh, follow the the teachings, not necessarily the capitalism behind it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway. So, all right. that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think that, I think that, that about does sums it up. <laughs> I think it does, too. Yep. So, at the end of the day, go watch Blue Zones. It's great. All right. And maybe we'll all live a little, little longer. A little longer. Just a yeah. little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. All right. I will talk to you later. Okie dokie. All right. Okay. Bye. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh.
Yeah. Happy birthday. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I had to say that. All right. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I love you, Stacey. I love you too. Bye. Okay, bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho